What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers. Um, great show today. A couple of fantastic guests, as always. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, the Badgers have won back-to-back games. Are we excited? Let's go. Let's talk about it on today's Lockdown Badgers, all that and more. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Badgers. Thank you for making this one of your first listens every single day. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. Really do appreciate it, as always. Listen, it's been a minute. Let's get Justin on. Let's get Rajiv on. Uh, Believe with Rajiv. There was a rumor that (laughs) Rajiv died after we did not get to March Madness. Can you confirm nor deny? And well, believing was, in the tur- in the tournament died. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I so I, I I have been doing some traveling. I went to London for a little while to watch some soccer. So yeah, it was great. But no, believer with Rajiv never dies. Um, it will be back next year. So it's it just okay. Moved on to football. It's, that's right. That's <laughs> right. We're 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 obviously all into football and everything. So yes, still here. Took a couple weeks off. Really good to see you guys. Good to be back on the show. I love it. And Justin, we haven't had you on in a minute either. Wisconsin mm-hmm. obviously just won. You know, going on, continuing to move on to the NIT. Listen, we've talked about this a lot. We're not getting carried away with the NIT, right? This does not change the big picture perception of the program, but it's also nice to win. It's nice to see Chucky Hepburn have a great half. It's nice to score over 70 points in two straight. (laughs) Oh, my God. Having great – it's nice and – both nice and frustrating in the same thing. Seeing Krell go off for a huge game, seeing Chucky go off for a huge game. It's like, where was this stuff during the regular season? Why can't we find a game where we would win by 10 plus in the regular season? Like, right. It's, it's nice to see it come together a little bit at the same point. You can also see this team is looking a little tired. So we'll see if they can keep pushing it through the remainder of this, but uh, yeah. Let me, I want to start there with both of you. I want to kick this over to you. I, I said this months ago. I think we're all probably on the same page. I, I got to a point in the season where nothing we do really changes my overall perception of this year. Like, I just got to the point where I kind of said, all right, this team's kind of broken. It's not going to be a great year. This offseason needs to be a, a big-time offseason for great guard. But I'm going to enjoy the wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Like, are we all kind of on that? Like, this doesn't yeah. really change anything big picture. Um, but is there is there something or or does it? I, I want to kick it to you guys. Does this make you feel better going into the next year seeing Stephen Crowell and Chucky Hepburn have big games? It yeah, it doesn't change anything for me as far as this year. We know it was a bad year. I like to see the team win. I'm glad we're playing well. I mean, looking at the field goal shooting, like I mean, just look at Tyler Wall five of six tonight, Crowell seven of nine, Chucky nine of twenty. Those numbers haven't existed all year. We've been dying to have numbers in the paint like that. Uh, but no, it doesn't change anything. But I will say it's nice momentum just at the end of the year, just because yeah. a little bit of confidence building is never going to hurt going into the offseason. We're returning basically the entire team. And, you know, hopefully Tyler Wall comes back. I just feel like if you if you add in some pieces here, you give them a little confidence. There's no reason to think next year it should not be better. It should be better. Yeah. I expect it to be better. And Greg Gard needs to ensure that it is better. Um, there has to be a lot of changes made, especially in the transfer portal. But it changes nothing. I also look, I understand all the people are like, oh, this NIT is garbage. And yeah, NIT is not the tournament we want to be in. But I enjoy watching games for what they are. I got up this morning. I was excited to turn on the Badger game. I watched it. I liked what I saw. I thought it was good energy. Not so much on defense. I was a little upset there. But I think Chucky had a great game. Wall and Crowell really fought. You know, we we missed almost every three-pointer we took. But it's nice to see a win. It's nice to see this battle. Mm-hmm. Yes, would have been great to see this all year because this kind of performance would have 
gotten us some of those other close games when we could have been in the tournament. But it is what it is. It doesn't change anything. Let's go out and win this thing. It's coming to Vegas. Sadly, I'm going to be out of town when the semifinals are here. <laughs> but it's going to be here, and I could have to- totally gone to watch the game, but I'm not going to be here. But listen, it's exciting to see the team win. I'm all about that. I the couple of big performances here, I don't know if those are I, I don't look at that as a carryover to next year because I think these are the teams that you'd expect them to to have big performances again. I, I crawl as a guy who I think we need to see him do it against Big Ten type guys. Like if he starts putting up 20 plus games when he's playing against the Indianas, the Purdue's, the the Michigans of the league, then yeah, I look at it, I go, all right, great. Now this is what this is impressive. Um I think he's he's bigger and stronger than most of the guys he's playing against that are in this tournament, and he's doing what he should do, which is good to see. Um, Chucky, I think that we'd all agree that you know he had a nice game today. I don't. I think that we all kind of view it the same way. That is like Chucky is not a guy that we can expect to be a high level scorer, but it's nice to see him have the outburst games when he has them. So I look, I look at it. It's, it's, I like to see the wins. I like to see them build some confidence, but I don't think it really impacts anything greatly for next year. Yeah. I I will say this. Interestingly enough, it's interesting to watch these games when I didn't really feel any pressure. I thought to myself, look, if we lose this game, it just means the season's over, which wouldn't really be the worst thing. This has this been yeah. a rough season for us, and maybe it just kind of like stops the bleeding and says, all right, let's end it. But I also thought if we win it, it's a tournament and we get to go. We're, we're probably going to play Oregon in the next round, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice matchup. And then the NIT can produce some cool matchups with bubble teams. So, yeah, but if we lose, I'm not upset about it. I'm not, you know, upset like mm-hmm. when I when I see, a, you know, throughout the season. It's just, it's fine. When the season ends, the season ends. Let's just enjoy it for what it is. That's really where I'm at really quick is enjoying this for what it is. Like it's a, it's to me, it's a very like micro sense of this, like the big picture is gone for me. I'm just really in the moment enjoying Wisconsin basketball and a win is great. Like, listen, people who are, are frustrated with the NIT, I get that's a fair, incredibly valid viewpoint of this. However, in the moment when I see Wisconsin on the court, I see that motion W like I want to win. And getting that win is mm. is better than getting that loss in the NIT. You know, you know what would have been really t- annoying is getting to the NIT, accepting that bid, and losing in the first round. Yeah, Ooh. getting spanked or, or something round. like that in yeah, the first round. Like, yeah, I'll say this, and I've said this before. I think it says something about Greg Gard that this team is obviously playing hard. Like he has never lost yeah. this locker room. I know there's been concerns. Yeah, about I mean, we room. this season could have fallen apart. We, he I hasn't think we'd all agree with this that. one. And I, th- I think that says something about the program. And uh, it says something about this locker room. It says something about great guard. The talent obviously needs to get better. But I've enjoyed the effort. I've enjoyed the the, the two wins so far. We won back-to-back games for the first time since dot, dot, dot. Like, That's so sad, honestly. It's so Jeez. sad. But it's kind of fun in the moment. And, Rajiv, you hit on that. In the moment, it's kind of fun. In the big picture, it doesn't mean much. Um, I want to pivot to this. And, Justin, I'll kick it over to you because you've been kind of the, the Connor guy and we talked about this a little bit before the show, and Rajiv, I want your take as well. Are we starting to get a little concerned about Connor? Like, is it possible maybe we got a little too high in the first couple months of the season? Because he's in an extended slump at this point. I'm not. I think he's just exhausted. I, I watch him. If, and we need to remember, this is a guy that is in constant motion on the court compared to most people. Um, I think that what we're seeing here is that we're seeing a freshman who is just not ready for the rigors of an entire season and a guy who does a lot of movement. The biggest takeaway that we'll have from this is next year, Connor needs to find some to pick his spots a little bit more with his movement and, and not 
like it's nice to see him constantly on the move, and I do think it drives the offense a little bit. But it's going to be very difficult to do that at all times and to maintain your your not breakdown as the season goes on. Like we're seeing him exhausted, and I, and I watch it. I don't know if you notice it when it, when you see him shoot. When I see him shoot, it's it's pretty clear he's not as crisp in his fall through and everything, and it looks like he's just taxed when I see his shoulders and everything putting up shots. I totally agree. I put a comment up here from Jake R. This is a CGN's uh, end of season shooting slump is epically bad. Tired frost legs. Mm-hmm. I, it's totally right. I mean, look, the high school that this guy played at, Central Noble, is a small high school in northeastern Indiana. I know the high school. I know the conference. It's there. This is the Big Ten. He went yeah. from playing high school ball to playing a full Big Ten season, and he got way more minutes than any of us, maybe uh, other than Justin, expected him to get. I didn't expect this <laughs> much, right? I did and, expect and, him to be closer right. to 20 plus. And he's been a huge focal point of our offense. He's had a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's done a fantastic job, and this guy deserves so much credit for what he did this year. Yeah, he's tired. Next year, he's going to have a whole season, uh, off season of strength and conditioning. He's going to get better. His body's going to improve. And the next year, he won't tire out this much. And I expect him to have a huge sophomore season. So yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not concerned one bit. When you have a freshman who's played nothing but small conference high school basketball to the Big Ten, you have to understand that takes time. And, and it yeah. takes time for the body to get into that. He will be fine. He's going to come back. He's going to be our star next year along with other guys. So yeah, not worried one bit, super excited to see what he did this year. I want to say one other thing about going into next year. I think that Crowell's development cannot be quite, cannot be understated. Mm-hmm. I think he has really improved and I've talked about it a lot on the show. His post moves have gotten the better and his confidence in the post is the real key to how those moves develop and how he can kind of put the team on his back at times. Now I know he got double teamed a lot and he has to pass out of that. And that's fine. He's a good passer. He can create other ways. He, he and a siege are the guys that I'm, I'm really pumped about just because I feel like they've grown so much and Crowell has really stepped up and I, and yeah, I know it's an NIT and I know that this, we're not seeing him them play against great opposition. And I understand that, but it's nice to see that it was his confidence grows. Now he's got another off season of strength and conditioning, building up a little bit, getting more strength. He's going to come back stronger next year too. So not worried about it at all, but also wanted to give a shout out to Crowell. There's a lot of room for growth with Crowell on the defensive end. It was is the area that yeah. I actually think where the biggest impact could happen with him. If he can become, I'm I'm not even saying good. He needs if he can become a solid defensive post presence, it would be game changing for this team because there's nobody that scares anyone at the rim. And some of that's awareness. Some of it is you just need to find a way to at least alter shots, which we're not doing a great job of as a team mm-hmm. right now. We don't have any like once they get past the initial line on defense, it's basically a layup line most of the time against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. If they can get it to the point where teams actually have to struggle a little bit putting those shots up, that's where we lost the most last year, losing out on uh who's our big last year that we Voight. had off the bench. Yeah, Voight. yeah, losing him, he was a guy that people struggled to shoot over, and we don't have that right now, and it really hurts us against a lot of teams where guys can frankly get straight to the rim and, and just get easy layups and dunks. Can I tell you that's why, and we got to take a quick break here, but that's why we were texting in the middle of the game. And I love the fact that Corral got angry, pushed yes. him down, stared at him, said something, pushed another teammate off. And then if you notice, he tried to push the ref's arm off. He did. Like, like, no, it's bully season. I'm mad. I'm a big dude out here. I'm going to push people around. 
Like Kraus, because Kraus never going to be the athletic, springy Marcus Camby type shot blocker. But no. what he can be is a physical, intimidating bully. Mm-hmm. And the more of that we get next year, the the better this team will be. So I I kind of applauded the technical. I know in the in this in the the span of the game, it kind of put us in a bad spot at a moment. But I kind of applauded the technical, the physicality, the the angry Kraus. Um, we have to take a quick break, but. I like that moment. I know Justin, you didn't love that he picked up a technical. We were texting yeah. about it, but oh, I love I like seeing the the fire. I just don't want it to impact the score. I hear you on that. In the NIT though, doesn't it kind of feel okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Don't do it next year if we make the tourney. Fair. Right. That's well, incredibly you fair. You want to be yeah. smart about it. I more than even the push down, I love the stare down. Like he stared down at dude. He's like, You're too small. He's knocking the official's <laughs> hand yes. away. It's I loved great. it. All right, let's let's keep going here. We got to take a very quick break. We're, we next segment is going to be mostly your comments, and then we're going to get into a little bit of the Big Ten tier rankings that I had. I know Justin and Rajiv both kind of disagree where I put Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to talk about that today as well. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show over at FanDuel. FanDuel is again continues to be one of our number ones, um, our sponsors, friends of the show, America's number one sports book. We've talked about it a lot. Um, the NBA season is, is winding down on FanDuel, right? It's it's kind of getting to that playoff point. And there's no better time to sign up for FanDuel. You get that no sweat first bet back up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. I've talked about my Phoenix Suns a lot. Listen, Kevin Durant's coming back up an injury. You can get them at a bit of a discount right now. But if you want to go in there on the Bucks, I know Justin's done that, got really good odds. The Bucks are a monster this year. So go to FanDuel, get your no sweat first bet back. You can do same game parlays. Um, you can combine rebounds, points, assists into the same game, get a bigger payout, and get paid out immediately. There's a reason we use FanDuel. It's the number one sports book in America, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, just an incredible source to, to go to for all your sports betting needs. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book partner of the NBA. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet back up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, let's get uh, Justin Rajiv back on. Continue this conversation. Badgers win. Too straight uh, for can, the first time in a long time, guys. Can I can I throw up two comments here? That please, I saw? please do, sure. please. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, first one's this uh, from Ryan Ramstack. Should they start Jordan Davis next game over Connor to give CG an arrest? My quick answer on that is no. I think that based off of what we've seen from the season, even though Connor's not hitting right now, he still has a gravity to him on the court because teams know what he's capable of, mm-hmm. and Davis has not shown that he can do that. Connor still draws a lot of attention and it used you'll notice out there. He's not getting open looks. They're not leaving him to let him shoot because I think they know if they let him have time to actually set himself, he's going to start burying shots. Like he's tired, but the biggest thing with a shooter is the reason why it's affecting him is because he's normally shooting on the move. Those guys still typically will hit if you leave them sit out on the perimeter. I agree. He needs the experience right now to get through, through his legs. I mean, let him let him suffer through this. Let him keep going, and it'll just make him better for, for next year. I have another comment from Ryan Ramstack I wanted to bring up. Yeah, really quickly um, before you get to this oh, next yeah. one, let me, let me just, on that one, I don't think Jordan Davis brings you much else anyway, right? Yeah. That, would, that would be my kind of book right. bookend on that one. I don't think he the way he's played down the stretch helps you that much more anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ryan put up another comment. I think we should appreciate Klesman more. Great get for the program. I totally agree. And I, I didn't mention him in the first segment. I think Max Klesman had another strong performance. And late in the game, there was a moment where you could see a huddle after a foul that he he was getting on the guys. He was he was clearly upset about the defensive 
well, my guess is he was upset about the defensive presence and how hard we were working. And I feel like he's really going to be a leader for this team next year. We talked a lot about how he can kind of be the Brad Davison type, the way he plays, especially his defensive prowess and how hard he works defensively. He's that guy that I just, he's been a, he's a great get for this program. I'm really excited to see him grow more. And I just feel like he deserves a lot of credit for what's happened. Just like when wall left and, and, and he got hurt. We suffered when Klesman got hurt. We also suffered and what a great year he's had and what a good get for the program. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with this comment. I thought it deserved to be put up there. Actually, that was the other one that I was going to bring up. Oh, nice. Um, to be quite honest, I agree. He's, quite frankly, their most efficient scorer. Like, he is the guy, like, if he was a little more aggressive, which I think we all agree on, because he has been so efficient, and he's actually pretty adept at getting to the rim. Like I've really liked the way he's played and he doesn't shoot us out of games. Like he's not a guy who has these one for 10 spurts. Like he normally it gets, it does a good job of not taking a bad shot. And he's a guy who understands when he's not feeling it from three that I need to create in another way, which not all of our guys do that. Yeah. It's I think Klesman's has quick, quickly and kind of quietly become one of my favorite players on this team. Mm-hmm. He's there. Right? Like, He's, he's just great out there, and he's a great defender. He makes smart passes. He doesn't force shots. Um, really quickly, we, we talked about this, too, in our chat. The announcers watching this game have clearly never watched Wisconsin. They right? have no concept of what our team is. Like, no swing concept. offense that we've been playing all season long. At one point, they announced When have we guys, inverted our guards this season at all? He said at one point, these guys don't settle for shots, never take a step back three, and, like, two possessions <laughs> Took a step back three, right? Like, but Klesman doesn't do that, is my point. Like, Klesman yeah. isn't taking a lot of bad shots, right? He's getting to the room when it's there. He's a great defender. I think the fact that, like, I, for a while, I thought he was going to be great potentially coming off the bench as a six man. I think he's a solid Big Ten starter at this point. Yeah. And if we're looking to upgrade the starting lineup, it might come maybe at the, maybe at Tyler Wall spot potentially. I don't know. I like him in the starting lineup, I guess, is where I'm at now. Whereas previously, I thought he's maybe a better six-man. I'm curious where you guys are with Klesman, six-man or starter. He can be either or for me. It really depends on what you pick up. Like, if you get a stud scorer, I'm okay with with him coming off the bench. Listen, he's going to get effectively starters minutes anyways. Like, through the aggregate, you're probably going to have him because he can, he can play the point for you a little bit. So you can get away with having him out there, and they could run a three-guard lineup. Like, they... Klesmet can play, can D up a small forward. So you can get away with having him out there as long as they're not like super athletic. He's going to be able to handle it out there against somebody who's 6'5", 6'6". I agree with Justin. Either either or is okay with me. And let let this be a, a notice to Greg Gard. This is what you can get out of the transfer portal. This is why you need to focus on this. You mm-hmm. need to go into this offseason, and we need to spend a lot of time going out and getting guys like that Darius McGee guy from, from Liberty today. Wow. That guy can just score at will. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying go get him, but well, maybe I'll take him, but yeah, I, I, I take just, him in a heartbeat. I think like, this is what we need to go out there and build this team through the portal. Obviously we've got some good recruiting recruits coming in next year that we're excited about Gus bus. Here we go, but let's go out there and get these guys. Like, look what Max brought to this program this year. And Kamari McGee was a good, was a good get too. Although maybe didn't pan out exactly as we wanted. Klesman really has. And if we go out and do that again, and we focus on the portal and we get an athletic wing and we get more people that can create their own shot, it can really make an impact next year. And we already expect this team. If, if the team is comprised the way it is now, it should be better next year. 
Um, but we can really make steps uh, in this offseason. So I hope I hope that happens. I want to make out a couple quick comments before our next break. Um, Dave Kingman says Max Clutchmit. I like that. <laughs> um, this is a good one here uh, from Skazen. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I mispronounced it. I apologize. I was there. The team is working hard. I love it. They didn't make the big dance, but are making the most of this opportunity. It will pay off next year if only with their mindset. I know, Justin, you said there's not potentially a lot of carryover here from the NIT to next year. I will point out that you look back at um, this was something I, I think I might have talked to Rajiv about. Maybe Justin. I don't know. But the, those great UConn teams with Rip Hamilton, they were actually in the NIT the year or two before they won their national championship. Mm-hmm. And it it sounds like there was carryover there. So let's say I just want to game this out. What if they do win the NIT? It can there's, create confidence. But I, my, when I'm that. talking about it, I'm talking it more from a – ability standpoint like we're not likely to see we're not going to see young guys who suddenly become big time producers because wisconsin doesn't have that in their in their roster right now like connor i think we all feel like he's going to make a jump regardless if they made the nit run or not like he's going to be a better scorer we don't really have the young guys who are building experience so to speak we're more of a finished product in that regard like i don't expect chucky to make a jump from going from 12 points a game to be 17. I don't expect that with Crowell really either. They both can add another point or two a game, I think. But I think that's, I think we'd all agree that's roughly what we'd expect from them going into next year. It's certainly not going to hurt to have yeah. this experience, to, to have the, to have this confidence. So yeah, I think it absolutely can. I have a comment I want to throw up here from Louie S. Says, I'm happy Michigan choked and lost. Don't have to see them again. I disagree. I actually oh, really, really wanted to see them again. I wanted to see them in the final so we could just the rubber match. Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> I, I just really, I actually really wanted to play them again because I, my, I mean, I was actually, I went to watch the March Madness games um, at, at, at the Orleans, actually, which is where the NIT is going to be this week. And there was a Michigan fan there. We were chatting, chatting about how much I hate Hunter Dickinson. And I just really wanted to play them again. But, yeah, great to still see them lose because, obviously, they're horrible, and I'm so glad they didn't make the tournament. <laughs> yep. Does it make you feel better that they lost also with a Hunter Dickinson goaltending call in the last season? <laughs> <laughs> it feel better, right? <laughs> it couldn't have happened to a better person. What a tool. Straight up. What a tool. And we can say that because this is a Badger show. Yeah. All right. We've got to take one more quick break. We're going to get into more comments and then talk about Big Ten tiers coming up next. But first, we do have to take a very quick break for our friends of the show over at Built Bar. Bill Bar, again, remains just our favorite source for you trying to kickstart your health a little bit. Uh, Bill Bar, it's March Madness. They're doing a new thing with the March Madness Bill Bar bracket. You choose your favorite bar or puff, and now it's your time to make it count. Go to BiltBarMarchMadness.com. Vote for your favorites. You know I'm going to be voting for the churro puff. I've talked about that before. It's like eating a churro bar infused with protein, wrapped in healthiness, without the sugar or the carbs. It's absolutely incredible. Bill Bar makes the healthiest protein bars on the market. And now when you go and you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. Plus one lucky listener will get 12 months free. A 12 month subscription to built bars delivered to your door with your favorite flavor for free. You got to try built built bar is the best protein bar ever. Seriously. They're amazing. You won't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. hundred percent real chocolate, lots of protein, low sugars, um, and I, what makes them so good again is just the taste. Like you're eating something that you don't mind eating. And that's the key to healthy, sustained habits. Like you don't want to be eating things that taste like cardboard just to get healthy. Bill Bar makes great tasting bars for, for health people who people are, who are concerned about their health. Run to uh, Bill Bar match, BillMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff. 
pick up a bar a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Again, I'm voting for Churro. I love that bar so much. Uh, Bill Bar, you'll thank me later. All right, let's bring uh, Justin Rajiv back on. Guys, a, a lot of comments here, several about Gilmore. First of all, great defensive stand late. You can't build a team where he's your sixth man off the bench. Like I, nope. I don't. It's hard because I, I hate being critical of the kid, but he, he. We've discussed this all season long. We struggle offensively when he's on the floor because you're playing four and five. Like teams don't respect him. They don't. They don't put any. If he's on the perimeter, nobody's gonna go out there and you know really worry about him putting it up. Uh, in the post, he's a little bit better in the post, but he's inconsistent. Like he has games where he, he'll hit a couple shots there, and he has games where he doesn't do anything. And he doesn't look to score. So defensively, that guy is effectively a help defender on everybody else. He is. Um, he deserves credit for how hard he's worked this year. He has really put in a lot of effort. He simply just doesn't have the talent to play in the Big Ten. I hope that, you know, listen, if he were to go somewhere else and transfer to a smaller school and, and he would get better, more playing time and he'd be better, I think that'd be good for him. I, I appreciate what he's done, but... I mean, he is just not a Big Ten basketball player, and and I again, I love his effort. I hate to to dog him for that, but yeah, we, we can't have him in there next year. He shouldn't be shouldn't be playing. It's just we need better players if we want to get into the tournament and advance to the tournament. And he that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. we are where we are because we just don't have the depth. We talked about that, but yeah, listen, he he's. He busts his butt every time he comes on the floor, and that's all you can ask of him. It's not his fault. He just doesn't have the talent level for the Big Ten. I'm sorry. Was Wisconsin, if they want to do this, they need players who at the very minimum are capable of being scorers when they have an advantage. You don't have to be a scorer, but you have to be a guy that if there's an opportunity there, you can you can make that happen. And that's they have guys that aren't capable of that right now. Yeah, I want to zoom out a little bit on Gilmore. I almost want to replace the, the Gilmore name with player X, right? If play yeah. if you have player X coming off the bench and he is not in any way an offensive threat, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's yeah, just on a very broad standpoint. You have to have players, especially as your six man, who are a threat offensively. If if player X is a, a solid defensive player, a good rebounder who works his butt off and he's your eighth man, that's okay. Like you can get by with that, but you need you need more firepower off the bench. Um, Rajiv, I'm going to kick this comment over to you. Commandant Clink <clears throat> says, Rajiv, Rajiv, I, I think you're dreaming about guard getting the guys you want in the portal, but I love your optimism. Are you dreaming right now, Rajiv? Probably, yes. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I would agree with that. I, I haven't, he hasn't, guard hasn't shown us really anything. I'll give him credit for Klesmit, but I think that was, mm-hmm. that was a good get. But yeah, I am dreaming and I'm really hoping that he can get, he can build this team a little bit out. I mean, just think about, like depending on what we get in the portal, our sixth guy could be Klesman. Our sixth guy could be Gus. Like we could have Gus and and Klesman and another wing coming off the bench. That can be our six, seven, eight if we have a good portal. So, uh, yeah, I am probably dreaming, but I do believe that. It, let me say this: there is an expectation at this program. We've talked a lot about Greg Gard. I know we don't want to get into that big discussion again, but. <clears throat> McIntosh has set the expectation for what our athletic programs need after what he's done with football and hockey. So yeah, I think he's going to be told, listen, you need to, you need to get better. You need to get better quickly. You've earned the chance to be here. You've earned the chance to stay. We're not getting rid of you yet, but build this program. Right. And he is going to be under pressure to build through the portal and to make changes the same way that fickle has. And so if he doesn't do that, I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure next year. And if we don't get better, I will also agree that he should be under pressure next year. So I think that, 
I think that, yeah, I, 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 yes, I'm dreaming, but given the nature of what was the Wisconsin athletic program has become under Chris McIntosh, I do expect that he will be forced to be better and build through the portal. Well, and if he doesn't, he'll be gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that that's kind of where the rubber meets the road. If either adapt or die. And that's, yeah. that's college athletics at this point. Totally. And that's not a harsh thing to say. And we have but, an athletic director that's going to make sure that happens. Yeah. And the standards here, like everybody understands the standard. Now, whether you think guard can live up to that, there's, that's where the big difference is. I think Rasheed and I, we, we were within shouting distance. I think Justin, you're a little more pessimistic there, which is all fine, but you're either going to get better or you're, you're not going to have the job. My, my issue is simply, I need to see it. Like mm-hmm. I need to, I need to, if you're going to go out there and you're going to grab a high level guy out of the portal, I need to see that, prove that you can close that. Just like I need to see you prove that you can close on top 100 guys in the regular recruiting cycle. Like we have a bunch of them that we're in on right now. If you grab Khan and Freitag, then I'm going to look at it and be like, all right, kudos on that. You did a great job. Those guys are big gets for the program. Those guys are difference makers for the program. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's a bit, to me, it's a matter of your baseline that we've seen in recruiting does not prove that this is what we can expect from you. Now you have the opportunity to change that. As far as NIL goes, I don't put a lot into last year because I think we would all agree that across the board, whatever sport, that we were not ready. Like they, we implemented, it looks like we're into implementing a pretty good program with that. It seems like we just took a really long time to kind of set the foundation for what we were doing. So I don't want to look at last year and say that that's what it is. And to an extent, that is part of the play with, with the way this is viewed is NIL. There's going to be guys in the portal looking for a paycheck. And as much as our Wisconsin fans want to bag on that, well, guys are going out there to look. Listen, it is what it is. If that's what you want to get, like that's the the name of the game now across the board for college sports. Like you can you can sit on your your you know morality and look at it and be like, hey, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Well, if that's the higher standard that you're gonna hold yourself to, then you're gonna need to get used to the losing because if you want to win, the good players are gonna do it unless they really love your program. And college basketball, for one, is not how that works. No, it's it's a little more. It feels like mercenary driven to a yep. sense, which is fine. very much so. Like you just have to adapt. Again, like it, it doesn't make it wrong. It just means mm-hmm. you you have to adapt to how college athletics play mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, I want to jump to a different topic slightly, and and we had a bunch of comments in here. One of them about Connor potentially transferring to Indiana after the season. A rumor out there. Uh, nothing would surprise me. Uh, that one's from. I'll put it up here. That's from Evan Malone. Nothing surprises me in college football or basketball or athletics anymore. That would be a, a killer though. I, I I had said this a couple of weeks ago that on the show that I thought that that would be my fear because, you know, a kid that grew up in Indiana, you know, I, I understand I grew up in Indiana. I understand Indiana basketball. And yeah, it's, it's going to draw like he got no big 10 offers except for Wisconsin. And now they all would take him in a heartbeat. So if they come calling, I, I, I wonder, but I also am hoping that Connor understands that we did give him that shot, right? Like mm-hmm. we were the ones that, that got him that shot. And I think he seems to be having a good time there. He seems to enjoy what he's doing. I don't expect him to leave at all. I think he will stay. Um, but yeah, I mean, why wouldn't a team like Indiana or Purdue want to go and say, Hey, listen, come home and, and play for us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're sorry we missed on you, but you know, I mean, it's, it's not out of the question, but I still think he stays. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at that is, is quite simply, I don't think we should ever assume anything. With it, and we've heard about it in football how coaches feel like they have to constantly be recruiting their players over again. 
he's going to get opportunity, but listen, Connor is good enough. He's going to get opportunity wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. What he might find is that there's going to be opportunities where he's going to have an easier time getting his, which I think is, is it, to be quite honest, is very valid. Like if he's on a team that has gravity at other positions, there's going to be more opportunity for him to get wide open looks. If he gets to a team that has a really good post presence, he's probably going to get doubles that guys are going to play off and he's going to find opportunities to get wide open looks. How many times did we see Connor just be able to shoot a an open look where he wasn't running off four screens or whatever? Like as there are teams recently. exactly. There are teams that can get him that look and that's where they have that's where you have to worry about somebody selling him on it like, "Hey, we have this dynamic point guard, and we have a big and we have a wing." And Connor can just be like, "You mean I can get really easy 10 to 15 shots a game?" That's that that's something to really look at and especially if NIL money comes in. Now that's any of the players really on our roster. Wisconsin yeah. has to do their job to hold on to everyone because yeah. if we lose a piece, this the complexion of this team changes greatly if they lose somebody that was a that was putting up numbers for them. Well, I think it just puts more pressure on guard, right? If you lose yeah. a Tyler Wall, I'm just throwing out names. If you lose a Hepper and a Wall and a Seijin, whatever it is, none of those I'm not insinuating. Yeah. They needed me. all of them to get to this point need, this year. You need you those did. players back plus transfer portal. So it would put yeah. a lot more pressure on Gregard. Mm-hmm. But let's also be honest, like Tyler Wall is not an all-American player. Chucky Hepburn yeah. is not an all-American player. Those aren't also those also aren't insurmountable losses, but it mm-hmm. puts more pressure on guard. Yeah. Guys, I want to shift to this really quick because this show is getting a little long as, as they do for the therapy sessions, which I don't mind. But I recently did a Big Ten brand show. I think you both disagreed with me. I put the UW, the Wisconsin brand, as a Tier 3 brand in the Big Ten. at the Near the top of that Tier 3, it was Nebraska, Wisconsin. I had Penn State in Tier 2, and then I had Ohio State. I counted UCLA and USC. I had Ohio State, USC, Michigan in the Tier 1. I think you guys both disagreed with where I put Wisconsin. And I want to I emphasize, because I got a lot of comments about this. I'm, I really base this on football, basketball. There were a lot of comments about volleyball, women's hockey. I think those sports are incredible. The women are amazing. I just don't think they move the brand nationally much is, is where I'm at on that. But I'm, I'm open to different viewpoints on this. Um, I think you both disagreed with me. I'll just kind of kick that off there. Yeah, um, I do. I, I think your tier one is obviously is good. Ohio State, USC, and Michigan, I think that works. I'm obviously looking at it more from a football perspective. I mean, that's that those certainly are national championship worthy contenders that have touched titles in their in their trophy case. That makes sense. But I definitely think we're a tier two along with Penn State. Um, Penn State, probably a little higher in that tier two than, than Wisconsin because they have had more national pedigree. But certainly if you're going to look at football and basketball, we were far ahead of, ahead of a lot of these Big Ten programs as far as Big Ten championships finishing high tournament runs, final fours. I mean, if you're putting Wisconsin, if you're putting football and basketball, hundred percent, we were a tier two team. Um, And I think the rest of it is actually okay with me. I think Nebraska, while they are a big branded program, they have fallen so far and so hard in football that I think it has hurt their brand considerably because I don't think they're getting the players that they used to get and because that brand has been really tarnished for quite some time now, and there, it's going to take time to build that up and maybe, you know, rules the guy for that job. But I, I feel like I'm good with the rest of it. Um, but I think Wisconsin definitely is a tier two, especially if you're counting in basketball, mm. because at that point, I mean, you're talking about three final fours. You're talking about plenty of sweet 16s. You're talking about a lot of big 10 championships. So that in that regard, it's clear t- uh, tier two football. Even if you're just looking football though, 
I mean, I think we've we've been a very consistent program, especially if you look at, we've talked about this before, the number of wins in the last 10, 12 years. We're in the top five of that. So that has to be said. And yes, we haven't won the championships and I can see that and I can I concede it, but we, um, we're definitely a tier two team. See, I have Nebraska still in that tier two and I have us there too. And the reason why I say that is simply this. They year in, year out are given more credit than what they are they deserve in terms of record they are perennially the team that people look at and go oh they're going to win nine games or they're going to win eight games i also look at it from the standpoint for me it's more marketing it's it's visibility and how you're viewed nationally and we are thought to be winners simply because of the fact that we've done it so consistently so we get the benefit of the doubt nebraska doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt they still get it they are nationally viewed they are a name that people would look at and say, like, look at it this way. If Nebraska had a 10 win football season, they suddenly, everyone would be bit what everyone would dive right back in on mm-hmm. them again. I agree with that piece of what you, the last sentence you just said, but I don't think they get the benefit of the doubt anymore. I don't think they're looked at the same way that they used to be looked at because they have been so bad for quite some time. And I, but I do agree with your last statement. If they have a 10 win season, yeah, they're like, oh, Nebraska, this big football program. I get that. But boy, they have fallen so hard that I don't think they get that advantage anymore. For, from a recruiting standpoint, by the way, out of the portal, they're probably the team in the Big Ten behind Wisconsin that I would say did the best. Yeah, so yeah. they're still getting they're still getting attention from recruits and everything else. And part of that is probably the resources that they throw at things. Mm-hmm. Um, but and they consistent, the, they and, consistently and the out-recruit us, too, from a, ra- a recruiting ranking standpoint, for the most part. I would love to do almost a whole show on Nebraska-Wisconsin because I've been higher perennially on Nebraska's brand than Wisconsin for a while. And I, listen, that, that's not because I want to be. Like, I'm a Wisconsin fan. And CJ Abbott, by the way, I love this comment. Nebraska is in a Tier 2 program. They suck at everything. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm here for the comments like that. Uh, but th- here's the thing. Like, we talk about Nebraska out recruiting Wisconsin, getting great players in the portal. To me, it's because their brand is still really strong. Mm-hmm. And part of that is resources. Like they have tremendous NIL resources. They have tremendous facilities. They have tremendous fan support. And to me, that speaks to a program that still has cachet. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people disregard the titles because they're in the 90s. To me, and this is only my opinion, the 90s aren't like there's there's Minnesota titles, which are so far in the past that nobody cares. The 90s to me aren't ancient history. To me, no, I agree with that. I think that's about as far back as I'm willing to go with it when people talk about it. Is the 90s the football wasn't so far removed from where we are now that you can look at it and be like, yeah, you know, there's there's some hints of some of the stuff there. You know, I mean, it was different. I mean, nobody's gonna win with option football mm-hmm. anymore. You're not gonna see them go out there and be like, hey, we can get by throwing for 130 yards a game like Nebraska used to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's not the same ball game as Minnesota. And like back in those time frames, like there would be four national championships in a year. Like there, it, it's all didn't, you know, everyone would claim one based off of a different publication. I think that this is the time for them to, to change. If, if Matt rule doesn't bring Wisconsin, I mean, sorry, Nebraska back to, you know, a, a level of success that oh, I think their brand is going to just die forever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, yeah, that's, I think this is comment is great. Um, this comment is great about the Cole center today. Larry Miller put up there. Yeah. I mean, the Cole center did sound a lot better today, by the way. Um, yeah. That's a great yeah. comment from Larry. I agree. Um, 
let's let's wrap it up there. I want to, any final thoughts on this? We are getting to about 40 minutes. We try to keep them around 30, but we always go a little longer than therapy, which is fine. Uh, any final comments, guys, from anything bas- mostly basketball related coming out of today? Go ahead, Justin. I was going to say, we're we're going into an, if either one of these two teams that we potentially end up facing in the next round. Wisconsin has to get it together. It's going to be a different ball game. Oregon's going to be more athletic, and I believe UCF has a post guy who is considered an NBA pick. So they're going to have somebody that they're going to have to deal with. There's going to be some athletes on the court in either game, so we better better bring it for the next one. And if we play Oregon, we're going to have to go to Oregon because the next round is still on home courts, and then hmm. the semifinals and the finals come to Vegas. Um, but that's that's a tough place to play. That's the ugliest court I've ever seen in my life, by the way, the Oregon court. I don't know what a TCU gives us a run there. for its money. My gosh. But <laughs> um, I would say this about the basketball program. Let's let's go ahead and win this thing. Yeah. Let's put some let's, put some energy, put some here. pressure. Like let's the, the whole the whole season has been just junk. We we've talked about it at nauseum. Let's go out there and win this. Let's go out there and fight really, really hard. Because when we fight, when this team plays really hard, they can beat teams. They, mm-hmm. we've, we've had the reason that we were even sniffed on the bubble and we were even talked about in the bubble is because of the wins we had, the, the mm-hmm. quad one wins that yeah. we had against Marquette and the way we battled against Kansas and things like that. So we, we have the ability to beat anyone in the country when we play well, which means we have the ability to win this tournament. And I would like to see that happen. The last thing I'll say on football, spring practice is coming up, yep. boys. Let's go. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Um, look for some fun content next week, y'all. Interviews with some people that I think you'll really enjoy. Uh, we will be doing more details fall. I got to figure this out, but we will be doing a try to do a live show at the launch. Um, so tons of football content coming up. We can't wait. I want to finish on this content here, and I don't even know what this was related to, Justin. But Badger Man says, "Wow, I actually agree with Justin." Finally. That was one of the few. I don't even know what comment that was about, but I'm glad that Badger Man and Justin finally found common ground. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. It's only taken the entire season. It's only taken the entire season. Um, We got 160 watching right now. A bunch of people will watch this later. Really appreciate all y'all so, so much. On Wisconsin, let's keep it going. Let's win the NIT, as Rajiv said. Believe with Rajiv is still alive, just in a different form. Let's go.